Hi. <laughs> you know what time it is. You know what time it is. What time is it? It's TFP livestream time, fam. And man, I, I'm i on this side. It's weird being on this side. I'm on this I'm side. On, it's weird being on this way. side. It's so weird. Yeah, you're here. I'm, you're not I'm over standing there. here. Not, that's so strange, man. It's so strange. What, uh, why? Why? Why do? Because Patrick Gilman Kimball thinks that he's got better things than you guys. Um, <laughs> that's not true. He's no, sick. He's, he's okay. Yeah, that's okay. He's, he's allowed okay. to be sick. Feel better, buddy. It's all right. It's um, all right. I know we both love you. I mean, I'm speaking for all of our viewers, but we all love you. Everyone. Um, everyone. everyone loves Patrick. Uh, before we get too deep into the weeds, like we always do, let's hit our sponsors. Yeah, let's hit our sponsors. absolutely. Who do you want to do first? Um, well... Let's do, uh, you know, typically, I feel like we do um, Beyond Driven first sure. often. So let's sure. hit up API. API, um, you know, and that's great because tonight we're doing some giveaways and I got some API bags up here that we're going to be giving away. So I'm just so used to looking over here. I got to keep training myself to look yeah. over here. I got three bags up here. I don't know if you want to do like one big giveaway to one person, three giveaways to three different people. You're going to have to stay tuned to find out like what we're going to do here, but... API, tell me about them. Uh, Arm Preservation Inc. So, um, they're that company that is preserving your, you know, your valuables, your ammunition. They make a, um, I think Mitch LeClaire likes to use micro environment nice. often. Nice. Um, so essentially it's a giant, like, the old style would be like a gun sock, right? right? These are great. I actually use these for most of the guns in my safe so they don't get scuffed and scratched. But my valuable guns, I put into an API because it has that like anti-corrosion. Um, I don't understand and the map. A, a lot of the socks will have a similar uh, product, you know, that rust inhibitor. Yeah. Put into them, but it but this is like science. This and is it, like black magic. The downside of a sock is it off gases and it's going to dissipate over time. Whereas the bag, it's trapped inside that bag. There's not that air exchange. So it all stays in the bag mm -hmm. on your firearm, uh, protecting it. We've got three different products. What do we have up there, Ty? We've got so we've got the uh, M4 rifle bags. So this is their their That'll large like, one. Yeah, any large. M4 like um, the 50 cal ammo can liners. I actually just started using these for my ammunition. Um, I'll buy a case of 556 mm -hmm. and I'll put it in a 50 cal ammo can and I'll just. I can't tell up. you how many grandpas or uncles have put ammo away, squirreled it away for future use, and they bought it for pennies, especially compared to ammo prices nowadays. But guess what? Moisture got to it, and now it's worthless, and we have to throw it away and dispose of it. So protect that ammo. Absolutely. If you find ammunition like that, bring it to us. We can probably dispose of yep. that stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Um, it sucks, but that's really the only way to do it. We can't buy it from you because we can't really... What can we do with it? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of frowned upon to resell used ammunition. Any kind of, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and lastly, we have the parts and ammo bag. Um, and that's a five pack. There's yeah, this five, is a five pack. There's in five there. bags in there. And uh, they've got great retail prices. This is stuff that we sell here in, in uh, TFP. I mean, that M4 case is like, what, 15 bucks, 20 bucks? Uh, the M4 is 22.99. The ammo can liner is 14 bucks, right? Uh, and that parts bag is what? 20 bucks 19, for a five yeah. pack, right? You're getting five. Uh, and you can put anything in there, all sorts of stuff. Anything, um, anything. <laughs> anything you want. Uh, so yeah, API, they are a sponsor of the stream. It's something we sell here at The Pin. Products that we all use and love and uh, great, locally made, lo made right here in Fairport. Uh, great stuff. And what about our other sponsor? Uh, Beyond Driven Fitness. Awesome I mean, people. I feel weird talking about these guys because... We're not really the fitness type. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to see what they could do with me. <laughs> right. Um, but maybe that's, you know, 
something we work out later. But um, it's always better when Pat talks about Beyond Driven because he, he uses them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they are an amazing local gym. 100%. I just saw, and it, it just, you know, I have, despite my appearance, I have joined gyms. I have belonged to gyms in the Same. past. And uh, it's tough. I give credit to any small business owner, obviously, especially in New York. It is tough running any kind of business anywhere. New York uh, just brings all those little extra challenges of being in New York. Uh, and small town gyms, I mean, Leroy is not, you know, the bustling city when the Jello factory was in full swing <laughs> that it once was, right? So uh, it's it's not easy running a mom and pop style business. Absolutely. But I just saw that they got some new equipment. They were moving equipment around. Like, they are constantly improving that place. And that's, I would say, the one major gripe of, like, a small gym is that they built it back in 82, and it hasn't changed since. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's it, that's not the case with Beyond Driven. They have so many classes, CrossFit, um, and they're Pro 2A, which is awesome. So like, you're yeah, not absolutely, get... they do the Murph challenge every year, which like you're wearing a plate carrier doing that. Like that's an honor of a Navy SEAL, I believe. Yeah. Like so, it's... go to Planet Fitness and do that. They're right? Like, yeah. What that's, are you that's, doing? That's not gonna happen. Um, uh, so... I haven't. You know, I every year I'm the same. Like, oh, I want to get better. I want to do better for myself. And like, I won't do that for the first like couple months because I feel like everybody's doing that. Sure, so like, I feel sure. I just feel embarrassed even thinking about doing sure. it. But I do know that if I do want to start, you know, going to a gym, I'm definitely hitting up Beyond Drip and. Not to change the subject to a different gym, but they're not really a competitor, seeing as they're 5,000 miles away in Alaska. Oh, but uh, a, a friend of ours, yeah, owns a gym up in the Great White North and has said, or I sorry, should say, he put a post out around New Year's saying like, hey, to the regulars, like, this is the month where a lot of new people are going to be coming in and just, you know, like, hey, help them out, encourage them. Uh, and I'm sure that same attitude is over there at Beyond Driven, like, they would welcome us with open arms. Uh, we probably should. We should We should start doing some staff uh, fitness, maybe just a fucking staff boot camp, like, one hour, <laughs> just kick our asses, like, we'd just be dead. It'd be so fun. Would that be a fun stream? I don't know. Do we have, uh, do we have friends? Do we have, do we have comments? We what's, do have friends. What's up? Um... Some Jim Pelletera asked if that was a flamethrower. Jime? Jime? No, we don't use flamethrowers. Ooh, that's awkward, man. We don't we don't use flamethrowers here. That's awkward. Weren't you just posting though that you wanted one? There's like a Gen two of no. Just posting. No, I'm good. I think I think pretty sure you did. No, that was not me. I promise. Pull it up. It was awkward because at like shot show we would see our our distributor that. Carries flamethrowers. Yeah. And they'd be like, guys, check out the new flamethrower. <laughs> and like, Josiah was like, yeah. And Josh was with us. They're like, yeah, we don't really deal with flamethrowers oh. anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? Why? And then everybody just looks at me and Pull I'm like, because <laughs> I'm yeah. a burned boy. It's all um, right. <laughs> he goes, dang, burned. Yes. <laughs> yes. 60%, James. <laughs> mm. um, but no, this is not a flamethrower. Go ahead. So, we were contacted uh, a couple years ago by a American Legion post that unfortunately couldn't afford the clubhouse bills anymore, had to close up, and we're kind of just operating out of members' houses and whatnot, and... I didn't know this. Uh, a lot of American Legion posts, especially the bigger ones that have been around for a while, they will have quite an extensive museum collection that just their members, especially, I mean, I mean it makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. these guys served in the wars. They came home, especially, I mean, the American Legion goes back to right after World War One, so like 1918, 1919. Uh, there was no NFA. 
the National Firearms Act came out in 34. That's what regulated machine guns and everything. So, like, before 34, you know, there's, like, that, the memes of, like, you could just order a machine gun from Sears. You could, because there was no law preventing it. That came out in 1934, uh, the National Firearms Act. So, before then, you know, Jimmy fought in World War One. Killed some kraut, brought this home, and was like, you know, his wife was like, get that out of here. Uh, and he brought it to the American Legion, and he set it up. Uh, who knows? Uh, there is another theory that after the war, the American Legions were being set up across the country, and the government had a bunch of surplus war trophies from the war, uh, and they just doled them out. And that's how you'll see out front of VFWs, you know, you'll see tanks and artillery pieces and stuff. There's programs for that. Same with pieces like this. So uh, these American Legion gents came to us, and they had like a dozen, uh, we'll say, normal firearms, Springfield 03s, we had some Craig Jorgensons, we had some Garands, we had just some really cool collectible stuff, uh, and some of you bought it we sold all of it uh that could be sold this was back right in the pandemic time i think like right around the end of 2020 i want to say um and these guys had called us and they were like yeah we got this stuff we're gonna bring it down um arranged to meet them here and uh they pull up in like a white panel van and i'm like all right weird choice maybe one of the guys just does something on the side whatever and has one and they're like no we rented this because of the other two guns that we hadn't uh brought up and i was like oh great that'll be fun and they bring out this Maxim machine gun, along with the, uh, what do you call that? Like the stretcher mount, I almost want to call it, or yeah. like, a, like a cradle for it, right? Uh, so they brought that, and then we have an MG-08-15, uh, which is, a, you know, another version of this gun. Uh, so they bring in two, like, World War One belt-fed light machine guns, uh, and it has been uh, quite a journey seeing where these are in the legal world and what can be done with them and and things like that so uh you've if you've come down over the past couple of years you may have seen them out in various times we've put them out just like on display you could get behind them take your picture do whatever uh we've kind of had them behind that front we call it the radio counter up at the front there for a while uh and now you know we've gotten to the point where the atf is kind of you know not investigating them obviously but doing their diligence of like okay serial number 752a uh, 7520A, who does that belong to, or like when was it registered? <clears throat> With machine guns, there's like a fixed registry, uh, and if this isn't on it, uh, there's some question of what might happen to it. Uh, what I can say is we're going to save as much of this as we can. It is a piece of history. Um, just like any other firearm, there's parts, you know, like your front sight. That's not a gun. Like, that part won't need to be, say, destroyed. Or this sight, or this, or the jacket, or the front, you know. Uh, there's a piece on here called the side plate. Literally just like this side plate that has to come out. Uh, and that is the part that potentially might need to be destroyed, as much as that pains me. It just sucks that the Gestapo, the ATF, is just destroying... Right. History. Right, like, right, right, right. Uh, and there's also a chance if they didn't have one of these in their reference collection, they would just take it. And then there's nothing we can do about that. But I'm sure they already have one of these or wouldn't want one, probably. Uh, so it will live on. It will continue to be on display here uh, down the road. We just have to finagle some things. Uh, again, there's no bolt in it. Not that we couldn't fabricate one or, or find one, but it's not like this is going to be causing crimes in the city where people need to worry about this. So it is ridiculous that we are worrying about it, but um, yeah, we wanted to bring attention to it as well as 
These scary things, which we can talk about in a bit. I don't even know if I want to touch this or get my fingerprints on it. This is a pistol brace, for those of you that don't know. Um, and yes, there's been a lot of Street changes. Crime. And yeah, there's been a lot of things coming out. The ATF published or went live, I guess, with their like final rule, they call it, uh, about pistol braces. And we can get into the weeds on that. I don't know, like... Hi, Jim. Uh, Jim McGee. We've got things. I don't know if we have questions. Um, if you have any questions, obviously, about the brace rule or in anything, um, birthing babies, whatever. Like, just, I can't help with that. But just ask. <laughs> ask us away, right? How are we going to give this stuff away? We didn't even... We did not. We didn't say. Um, I I generally like whoever asks us the best question or the most, like, thoughtful question. Yeah. Uh, or just interacts with us. Send us some love. Send us some hate. We'll That's just pick care. some people that we like. Yeah. That's how we usually do it. And uh, also, <laughs> like, bonus, if you share, we'll, we'll pick a sharer. Um, I don't know how much... Uh, can we go to this camera over here, buddy? Uh, the overhead cam? I don't know how much of this you can see, but there's a bunch of swag, too, like, on the table. When Ty and Josiah went to SHOT Show, that's like one of the best parts of SHOT Show is all the swag. So I just went through their box. The guys here have picked through most of what they want already. So I went through and picked out a bunch of stuff, and uh, we're going to give that away too to somebody else or the same person. I don't care. We can put it in one of the API bags. Um, but yeah, so pistol braces. Pistol braces. Uh, they're scary. They're <laughs> scary. Uh, the ATF back in 2012 received a letter from a company that made something that hadn't really been made before. And the ATF, for those of you that don't know, has a uh, the firearms and technology branch where if you are an inventor, you make a thing, you write to the ATF, here is the thing that I've made, either with drawings or pictures or whatever, uh, and, and you ask them to define it. You know, I mean, obviously if you're building a bolt-action rifle, it's a bolt-action rifle. Uh, but something like this had never been done before. And, and a company said, if we make this product, which is designed for you to put your arm through it, and it attaches to your arm, and now, say, like a one-armed person or someone with disabilities or whatever uh, can have an easier time using the AR-15. And when they wrote to them, they said, yep, for that specific use, it's good. And that opened up, as most of you know, a Pandora's box, and we're here at the current date of Pistol Braces, and it has been um, a very enjoyable way to use equipment that is widely accepted and common use across the United States, um, especially in states like ours where... You know, say like if you live in Pennsylvania, you could own an SBR. And for those of you who don't know what an SBR is, that's a short-barreled rifle. So a short-barreled rifle is regulated much like a machine gun Absolutely. or other things uh, where you need a tax stamp. Yep. Now, which how much is a tax stamp typically? Two hundred dollars. So right? who gets two, that tax stamp? Two hundred bucks. So the government. The can you explain the, what tax stamp is for those ATF. who don't know? Sure. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. Even us, when you go online, a lot of people will say that we have a class three license or a class two license, uh, and that's not true. We have our FFL, our federal firearms license, and then we pay a special occupation tax uh, to allow us to deal in NFA items. Is it a license? We're kind of arguing semantics, but it really isn't. It's not a separate license. It's just 
you have paid the tax, you're allowed to do this activity. So right? the crown has blessed you. The crown, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so similarly, when you are a private citizen, if you lived out in Pennsylvania, you live wherever that NFA items are allowed, which is most states, especially for suppressors. It's like 47 states allow suppressor usage or ownership, I should say. So you would go to a dealer. You'd say, I want to buy this NFA item. The dealer would start some paperwork. You would pay $200 to the feds. They use that for whatever. The idea back in the day when, again, this was passed in 1934, a Maxim suppressor related, but not the same guy, the Maxim suppressor of the day cost like 10 bucks. So for you to pay $200 to buy a $10 part, no one did it. And that yeah. was the point. But they never changed it or never included a way to keep up with inflation. So nowadays, you know, a good like Surefire suppressor is like $1,000. So 200 bucks is an annoying, yes, but it's, you know, more doable. Um, so anyways, that is NFA items. In New York, we don't have that option. NFA items are Done. classified. Now, this is so stupid. New York has a legal definition for firearms, okay? So the word firearm, when we speak, that is just a generic term for these. In New York State, firearm has a specific legal meaning, and firearms include all handguns, any handgun or revolver, semi-auto, doesn't matter, uh, assault weapons, machine guns, NFA items are firearms, uh, and they are illegal in New York, right? Like, every handgun is by default illegal in New York, unless it's exempt. And how is it exempt? By being on your permit, right? So, in New York, once the brace came around in 2012, people were like, wow, I can take my pistol, right? So like this is a pistol. Why don't we go over to this camera over here maybe, Joe? So this is a pistol, right? It has no stock. It has a short barrel, uh, 10 inches maybe, right? So this is a pistol, right? And before 2012, there were companies that made these, a lot of companies. Bushmaster made one, uh, a couple different AR-15 makers made one. You would see just the buffer tube, right, and that piece of, like, foam around it. And no one really cared because, you know, they were hard to use. I mean, you have to use it out here at arm's length, uh, like a handgun or with, with two hands like this, right, like a handgun. But now, if you have all of a sudden this brace, which allows you to put your shoulder up against the back of it. Or it's, your arm through it's it. It's not a stock, right? The ATF said that this is not a stock because you can't put a stock on a handgun. That's a short-barreled rifle now. Uh, so long story short, back in 2012, the ATF said that that was okay, right? 11 years later now, they have decided, because of pressure from politicians, I'm sure, that it's not okay, okay? They have millions of these. There is a government agency who estimates between 10 and 40 million, with an M, 40 million people, not maybe not 40 million people, but 40 million of these are out there, right? In probably 10 million people's hands, right? Or 20, right? Uh, and overnight, like that, no uh, uh, elected official, no act of law, a bureaucrat with a swoop of a pen decided that these are not legal anymore. Can that happen? Um, can the FBI just make crimes? Like, can they make new That's crimes? a good question. I don't know. I don't I don't think they can. Congress can only make laws. You would think, and, right. Yeah. You okay. would think. I'm just wondering if the ATF has the ability uh, to do that. So, basically what they said, and it wasn't just as simple as take your brace off, right? It wasn't just as simple as that. Um, they have a six-point, like, criteria, and actually they have, like, a two-page worksheet that delves really deeply into, like, the, each specific niche item. Uh, but they really got deep into the weeds of, like, if you have, say, a handgun, right, 
and you had a LPVO on it, this optics eye relief, like you have to put it right here, right? Like up close to your eye. So you can't shoot it at arm's length. You can't use that optic at arm's length like a handgun should be used. Who are they to say who, how you are to use a handgun? Right. Right. Absolutely ridiculous on so many levels. So, um, th so putting a, like a, a yes. scope with yes. Close so eye under relief. the new under the new rules, you could take this off. The, you could take the brace off, but keep the optic on, and you would still be in trouble. So that's still an SBR. You can't right. You cannot have an optic that requires you to essentially like shoulder the rifle, the, the firearm like a rifle. Even if you can hold it like a pistol, mm -hmm. but you have the mm -hmm. scope and you're aiming it like this. Right, you couldn't do it. Not allowed. This, Not that allowed. makes it a rifle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it goes even deeper than that because the last two points, and we talked about this on another live stream and you can look all this up. Uh, the last two points are how is the weapon marketed? So if the company ever and it's directly and indirectly. So not only the company, but if a distributor, a salesman, if we as sellers of SIGs ever like in a video or a post shouldered that pistol, it's a rifle now, a short barreled rifle. It's so, so ambiguous. If it's ever been marketed in that way. And then the best one, what is the likely use of that firearm in the community? the fuck does that mean, right? So that's how they, they determine what a firearm is. It's like, well, what are most people going to do with it? So that's what it is. Versus what could you, you know what I mean? Like, most people are going to watch porn on their computers, so that's what you must be doing on it. Yeah. Probably. But, like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, absolutely ridiculous. What else are computers like, for? Most red cars, people drive too fast. So you can't have a red car anymore. Like, absolutely, just completely ridiculous. Um... We've discussed this before, Forgotten Weapons, uh, the YouTube channel. He did a very good uh, video on the topic that short-barreled rifles shouldn't even be regulated by the NFA. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if really, if you think about it, you can own a handgun, right? You can own a handgun, which is easy to conceal, take with you anywhere. And you can own a rifle, which is huge and hard to conceal and has all the advantages of a rifle. But you can't own the thing that's in between them which has, you know, it's 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 a, you know, I guess a, um, what, what do you want to call it? Like, yeah, it's it's like the bridge in between them, but it's like it's hard to conceal. It has like the pros. It has like all the cons and almost like none of the pros, kind of of both of them. In a way, it's like the item that you're trying to ban is not the issue. It's not the problem. It's just it's control. It's completely ridiculous. It is. It really is. So, what do you do? Huh. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> in New York, so. Federally, and that's the problem, is we're dealing with two different, like, overlapping and overarching sets of rules. Federally, you can take any handgun at any time, turn it into a rifle. They don't care. If you put over a 16-inch barrel on it, you can have this on here. It's a rifle. Because then it's not a short-barreled rifle. You just have a rifle with a weird, stupid stock that nobody cares about now. This is essentially a stock. That's what they've done. Yeah. This is not. This is no longer a... No longer to put your arm through arm or to stabilize right. it. So, like, the discussion is, why would you spend 100 bucks on this? You may as well just put a $30 Magpul yeah. stock on it, right? If you're going to do it, uh, you may as well drill that third hole if you're going to do it. Um, For legal reasons, that's a that joke. That was a joke, yes. Uh, but <laughs> in New York, I would say that's slightly more complicated. I don't think there's anything that says you can't take a pistol and turn it into a rifle, but it's still on your permit. Yeah. You're going to have to come down to a dealer like ours and say you've removed that pistol that pistol is no longer 
a pistol even though you still own it like it's such a there's weird just no real way. I, are you sure there's it's not really, a written rule i thought it was there's really not a mechanism no in the in the atf q a they they specifically said no problem like here's your options make it a rifle register it as an sbr which we can't do turn it into the atf or destroy it but what Those about for the options. state though that's what Those i'm talking about options. well so okay i'm getting ahead the, of you right at okay. the state at the state level as far as we know Again, other than just the removal from your permit process difficulty, um, there's nothing illegal that I can find of turning a pistol into a rifle. It's just, again, the mechanism of how do you do that, because now you're going to have a rifle that's on your pistol permit. I don't know if that's a problem really either. I don't see, you know, it's, it's an interesting question. Uh, I've been talking for a while. Do we have comments, questions? Does anyone else want to say something? Um, yeah, I guess we can kind of sprinkle some stuff in. You can also... I have it all here, buddy. You guys look great. Um, Thanks, Jen. Aww. Dan says that that hat looks great. Um, you got a lot of compliments on the hat today. Stop! Is Stop. that Genuine Beaver? It is, actually, yeah. It's, yeah? Beaver, it's, uh, it's Beaver and Rabbit from a place called Rustler. Uh, when I went to the Big Rock show in Nashville, I was in Nashville for two days, and... You, you buy a cowboy hat. That's what you do. I mean... I mean, why not? Yeehaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, speaking of cowboy stuff, I brought this out. This is a... Obviously, it's a it's a lever action, so it's got to be like a 30-30, right? <coughs> yeah, the insulation in my throat. Sorry. Guys, she tells you not to worry about it. <laughs> Wrong. It's a 410. Did you know they made 410 lever action shotguns? Did you know that? I bet you didn't. <laughs> because this is a Winchester Did not, 9410. Nope. Uh, very oddball. They don't make them uh, like in continuous production, I think. They just do runs of them, and I don't know when the last time they did one was. But uh, this is on consignment from a good friend of the stores. 1099 can be yours. I didn't mean to rhyme there. Um, but it's pretty neat. 9410. It does not have removable chokes. Um, and we speak in Arizona 410 can bore, yes, 1,100 Arizona cans. The real price. No one no one charges more than 99 cents for And an there's Arizona. no tax. And <laughs> there's no tax on tea. This is America. But we do charge tax on this. Yes, there's so, tax on the rifle, but not on the tea. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Tyler Tyler asked me, because was it Jim that asked? Someone asked. Someone like, asked. If I come in with 1,200 Arizona cans, will you give me the rifle? We I cannot like, turn that away. I was like, you know what? We kind of have to. Yeah, at that point, And like... We would just sell them then for dollar a piece, right? I would love, like, like <laughs> please don't. Laugh, that, please but don't if you do that. do it, like, I have no God choice but it. to laugh. Yeah. But that's like that. Well, the one guy you get the one that person can do it, but then the second person that's we're gonna have to say no. We have to bring them on the stream to oh ask how God. they got that many oh cans. <laughs> they can't be expired. Like they have to be drinkable. They have to be sellable. I would love. I will give the person a hundred dollar TFP gift card if whoever buys this videos themselves shooting a round of trap with it. If somebody goes and shoots trap or skeet or sporting clays with this, uh, and you gotta at least nail one. If you miss, it doesn't count. Uh, but if you go trap That's shooting hard. with this... Three. Okay, three out of 25. If you have one of like these that. at home... I like that. Or something similar? No, it has to be the person that buys this one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> buys that one. It has to be that one. Uh, and we also have, I brought this guy out. This is the New York Legal Shockwave, right? So when they ban, trust me, I'm not pointing this at Tyler's head, even though it kind of looks like it. It's way out in front of him. Uh, so when New York State banned the shockwave, it's in the same category as fire. It is a firearm now, which again, a firearm is illegal in New York. It's got its own separate definition. Uh, when they banned those, they banned shotguns with a less than 18 inch barrel 
that were 26 inches overall. That's what the Shockwave was. It fit a very, very tiny little niche provision of the Gun Control Act uh, that made it not an NFA item, made it just an other, right? Uh, but they made those illegal. But this has an 18-inch barrel, right, which is the minimum length for a shotgun barrel. This has an 18-inch barrel, and it is over 26 inches overall length. You could put a stock on this. One screw comes out. You could put a full stock on if you wanted to, or like a folding one. Uh, Pump-action shotguns you can still kind of have fun with and do whatever you want with. So, Because uh, they're less dangerous. <laughs> full disclosure, my buddy Mike at All-Star Tactical like, was the one who first, like... Because when they banned the shockwaves, we took them off the shelf, and that was it. And I was like, fuck, we can't sell a, a gun like that. And uh, that was back in September. Fast forward like two weeks ago, and I'm not I'm just on Facebook, and I see All-Star Tactical had one of those posted, and I was like, I forgot those existed. Yeah. Like, Mike, you're smart. And like, I'm stealing that, but I'm going to give him credit. Like, uh, And then we still have, I'm very surprised that we still have this 308 SIG Cross. Uh, brand new. Beautiful rifle, 1600 Arizonis. Um, folding stock, bolt action rifles are still, you know, kind of untouched by all of this. So we have seen, obviously, a big resurgence in lever actions. Uh, unless you have your semi-auto permit, a lever action is kind of the next next best thing. Um, semi-auto permit, it's such a double-edged sword because the more people that get it, it's like, yeah, all right, everybody got it. it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it does suck. Um, I think we have some grounds to fight that. Uh, again, semi-automatic rifles from the 22 through the 5.56 are just in such common usage everywhere in this country. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We can't have them. Well, somebody asked, so is this thing still an SBR? No. So now it's a handgun. Now it is just a handgun. Uh... More difficult to use. Ah, so another thing that I forgot to bring up on this bad boy, on an AR-15, uh, can we go? Can we go to switch to a different camera just so they can see this better? Maybe this one. Go to camera four. Is it? Oh, five. No, not not the overhead one. Sorry. Uh, no, that one. Okay. So, uh, so here, this is the Sig MCX, right? On an AR-15, it looks like an AR-15, but on an actual AR-15 design, you'd have a buffer tube here, right? Uh, that AR-15 needs that buffer tube, right? Things happen in that the tube. Spring. It needs it. The MCX, they designed it. It's a piston gun. It doesn't need anything back here. So one might say, well, what if I just took one of those buffer tubes, which is what this is under here. If I took the brace off of this, there's like a fake buffer tube so you can put the pistol brace on there uh what if i did that i put the pistol brace on here and then at least i could put the that the end of the receiver extension into my shoulder or like you've seen jokes about putting a, a cut up tennis ball in your shoulder things like that or like people have duct taped this to their whatever right even if they said you couldn't um, shoulder this just the, the stabilization the, part the, the problem is though this firearm does not need that buffer tube so you cannot have it or like an AK, people will put the fake yeah, buffer tube thing on an AK to put the pistol brace on there. You can't do it. It doesn't need it. So this, it, you'd have to use it like this. So it's a handgun. Um, you could put a sling on it. You could push it away from you, and that's called SAS style. It's actually a very stable way to shoot if you've never done it. Uh, super cool. But yeah, you have to use this just like any other handgun, uh, which is dumb. So. The nice thing about these with like the ARs is you can still like, even if you're not putting your shoulder on it, I know it's goofy to put your hand through it, but it, you can still stabilize it because the AR pistol, if you have like 
a 14 inch pistol like it's it's hard the trouble with the atf's decision is there's no brace on the market right now that's legal to use like that anymore as just a brace because what they also did was if the brace has any amount of surface area that you can put your shoulder against illegal can't do it so you'd have to have a brace where like the receiver extension like ends and then the brace is just like the strap part so it could just just strap to your arm with no surface area whatsoever mm. like whatever's beyond that circle of the receiver extension tube that's all you can have that's it what else we got um how's the stream been tonight have we been lagging at all to our yeah, that's important have we been our, good let us know to our people um we finally made some moves behind the scenes here. Yes, hopefully. we did. It's on my end, from what I'm seeing it. I mean, we have Josiah behind, uh, typically doing what I'm doing, and yeah. I'm on camera. But uh, on my end, I can still see all the stream stats, and we are looking crisp. Um, I'm saying that, and we're about to tank hard, <laughs> but it's looking really, really stable. That's good. Um, but let me know what you guys think, because that's important. Um, everyone's saying it's been really, really good. Uh, that nice. makes me so Shame happy. It's been great so far. Good. Um, Dana says that she has to get over to the store and check us out. She watches our streams regularly, um, and she learns a lot from us. Thank you. That's really why we do these, because we love to teach you guys. Um, and it's just really fun to talk about guns, especially to a wide audience. It is. Um, so thank you so much for you know checking us out. Actually, I'm going to give you a reason to come in and check us out, because... I'll give you your choice on an API bag what? if you want to come in, and I will save your name. Um, maybe if you private message the pin, um, just so the other guys know, we'll, you, you can get your choice on any API gun bag that you want. So I, I do appreciate you for watching us. Um, other than that, let's see some other questions. I saw the Winchester has a smooth bore. It's a shotgun. So, yeah, smooth bore. I couldn't find the choke. I'm assuming it has a choke of some type. I don't know. I would assume it's not cylinder, um, but it's not labeled. So unless it's marked somewhere discreet that I couldn't see. Usually on a gun like that, it would be marked like 410 bore, like CYL, cylinder. You know, IMP, improved, whatever, full. Improved. F-U-L-L. -L. The better cylinder. <laughs> um, you, you won. She's asking who won. You, Donna, you did. And, like, I'm not even going to play it by the pack. Like, if you just want one of these, I'll let you pick your choice of any of the API bags. Um, nice. So just come in. I'm giving you I'm giving you a complete reason to come in and see us. Boom. Um, can we talk about the other setting news we have that I've been Which working? Which one? <laughs> so, there's so much. They kicked Rogan off, and they're putting us on, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> As he's dying, yeah. we are on Spotify now. Yes. So for the 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 listener, the listener at home, uh, yeah, we're we've been we've been recording these for a little bit now, right? Maybe yeah. like a few weeks at least. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've been recording these for a few months. Wet. There's a lot of back end stuff that I've been just neglecting to do because it's monotonous. It's Stripping audio from video, making the audio cleaner. It's tough, it's tough it's too, because like, we need you out there. Like We need you at the counter. It sucks. Like, we need you like, running the business. Not that this is like extra, but it, it is. You know, Thursdays is are my stream days where I come in. So all of the Spotify episodes that I upload are going to be a week behind. Um, right now, there's one episode up. Um, it's kind of going to be my starting point. 
I am going to drop a link so you guys can check us out. You know, Look follow at us. That. The really at cool that. thing about that is the more people we get to watch us on Spotify or listen to us after the fact on Spotify, we can start monetizing. Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about it before when we built the studio. The point of this was that anytime we want to now, we can pop back here if we have inspiration for a certain topic. Uh, I love that when the ATF uh, rule brace uh, the final ruling was like really announced like what the what the details would be of that like that day like two hours after it was put out there online I could come back here hit some buttons and we're live right uh, and I've said it before but I'll put it out there again if you have an idea for a podcast if you want to do your own live stream be pro 2A or well you're not gonna be anti 2A in here yeah. but it doesn't have to be about guns obviously uh, but if you have a podcast that you've been thinking about doing uh, we are here, and we are willing to work with you. Uh, we're not going to be charging like hundreds of dollars an hour. Like we'll figure something out because uh, the studio is here, right? Yeah, and uh, you could hire me. I right, mean, I'm for sale. So if you want <laughs> me to run the back end of things, um, I'm not saying that I can edit videos and stuff for you because I can hardly have enough time to do that for the pin. Right, but um, I would love to. You know, obviously the pin would get a cut of that, but I would love to help you with that. So yeah. Um, so I'm just yeah, trying to think about how we would do that. We'd have to like maybe hire a green screen, like uh, not hire, hire sure, a green screen. Hire a green screen. I think we could, you know, or I mean, a podcast. Nobody would know what's back here, obviously. But if you're doing a oh, live, yeah, if you're doing like a live stream, sure. If you're doing a live stream, sure. But yeah, uh, if you would like more audio only content from us, maybe um, I can do video. On maybe just like Spotify. hours of like ASMR of just. <laughs> right? I mean, like, the mic's right there. Put it up close. Just, let's see if you can capture like the. <laughs> I see just his face and he's like wincing like oh. <laughs> yeah, can't can't get much uh, worse than that um, but yeah we are also we've said it before we're gonna hopefully start doing some stuff with video clips as well of taking you know we do an hour plus live stream usually not everybody has the time to sit there and watch the whole thing and you know half an hour into it maybe we have a really you know, good, doubt it, but maybe we have a good piece of information for everyone or there's something funny that happened. Uh, we're going to be taking little clips, little clips and snippets and uploading them and Hopefully. Uh, yeah, mean, that's the goal. We're going to need that's somebody else for help with that. Jeez. It's tough. It's tough. I'm getting spread. Like I said, Thursdays are my only days I, I have to work on this. I come in a little right. early. Um, Score yourself off back here. I, we've been requested to creepily whisper into the microphone. How... Go for, go for it. You're the, cre you're the creep. <laughs> Makes me feel weird. Um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, that Should we put up, like, what's, what's the thing, like, I, I've never used one of these websites, but, like, sometimes a creator will be up there and, like, you can pay for your name to, like, show up, and then they, like, they have to do what you said for them to do. I'd be down for that. You know? We, can, we did have the ability back... <laughs> There's something we could do with uh, when we had, when we were running Streamlabs, we had the ability that. to do all that stuff. Yeah, that was um, fun. Those are the days. One day, maybe we could try that again. I, we need with a performance PC with the fix. Oh, true. Yeah, Once yeah. we get that, we can start doing that stuff again. Smart. And the cool Smart. thing about the way I'm uploading to Spotify is like I can do iTunes, I can do several other podcast streaming services. Jimmy, how do you know all the things that you know? You're just so smart. He knew that uh, it has a cylinder bore. Uh, they made a 9410 Packer. That uses I I could have sworn I've seen the 9410 with removable chokes in some version so 
Jim McGee, man, you're smart. You're smart. I love Mr. McGee. He is a good he dude. Is, he is. He is. He's been a long time regular. Seriously. Um, I. I you know, yeah. I don't want to dox him, but a young man uh, used my name. Uh, he's applying to be an RPD officer, which, man, uh, props to him because there's not enough money in the world to get me to do a job like that anywhere. I'm not. That's not a dig on Rochester, but just anywhere right now. But anyways, he wants to serve his community. I uh, put put my name in as a reference, which I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad <laughs> idea. Uh, but yeah, they called up and. It, it, it was just—it was a funny experience because they were like, "Well, how long have you known the applicant?" And it was like, "I sound like an old man. Like I have known him since he was like 15, probably, <laughs> or like 14. Like coming in here, you know, with his dad, like shooting, and now he's like a man. He's like 22, yeah. 23, or uh, I don't My know how age. old he is. Yeah. So like, you know, but he's like a man now, and he's like, you know, doing stuff. And I was like, yeah, he's he, doing things. Yeah. Uh, and that was just a funny, you know, I just feel old. Just doing, <laughs> just doing stuff. I'm back. Man, time has slipped. Time that's what's hard about the live stream, too, uploading for the podcast. Like, we've been you doing this for almost three years. Yeah. yeah. So I just had to pick a starting spot. Uh, Cameron, we do have some Henry's in stock. I believe we there have... There is one twenty-one. Well, there's two. I think we have a Henry lever action, 22. Okay. I think. Ah. And then I know we have some AR-7s. The we Henry, do have AR-7s. The survival rifles. But you need a semi-automatic rifle permit. You do. Yes. You For do. that twenty-two survival rifle. Uh, another thing, another little breaking piece of news. If you have the time, go to guns.com. Just the most basic guns.com. Uh, mm. And I I don't know how to find our profile on there. Because we don't have one. But we're on there. That's not how that works. Well, there's... Because how about our used stuff? It just still doesn't... You can't have like a profile. Yeah. Anyways. Confidential. There's a, there's a website called guns.com. And we're on there. So... If you want to shop you would know. specifically with us, yeah, I guess go to our website still. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. It's out there. It was a great idea when it came to your head. Sure, but. sure. Because I thought of our used stuff. This is I thought you're they supposed see. to talk to me God before you it. talk about you. Hello from my own purgatory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian... <laughs> I didn't know he changed his name. That's yeah, really I'm like, who is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> hello, my friend. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I love you, Brian. Yes. Um, same, uh, same Cameron asked if we have any uh, World War II lever guns, or not lever guns, um, bolt actions. Uh, no? Nothing in stock at the moment that I, I can think of. Uh, we have some old stuff that I was going to bring out here. We have a Remington... Model 20, I believe, which is a 20-gauge shotgun. It was a John Moses Browning design. Kind of cool. Uh, it looks exactly like an Ithaca Model 37, and I think they were inspirations of each other, or vice versa, or whatever. Um, we've got a great Model 8. We've got a Remington Model 8 for sale, but you'll need your semi-auto rifle permit for it. Um, we get historical guns in. I wish that was something that, you know, was more of... Uh, you know, a market for, I guess. Um, when I when I was a kid, you know, 15, 20 years ago, uh, it just seemed like there was more of an open market of those. I don't want to say it's a closed market now, but, like, with the internet and collector circles and forums and things like that and gun broker, um, I think a lot of, like, the supply that was out there is in people's hands, 
and it's in hands of like people like Josiah and Cameron and people who like know what they have, I guess, you know. So Millsurfs just aren't I don't want to say they aren't what they used to be, but it's just not something we've ever had a ton of here because it's not something that I can like call up a distributor and be like, hey, send me ten oh three Springfields. Like Bannerman's yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Like it doesn't work that way. So unfortunately when someone brings one in we post it. We post it, and we they, they fly, right? So, um, Same guy asked if we are able to post weekly pictures of what's in stock in the wall. I wish. We used to do that. We used to go through and take a picture of every, like, five guns and post it. But I think we were really getting hit hard by yeah. Facebook moderators. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. And I'm not saying that we're the biggest page in the world, but we have 25,000 likes. That's not small. Right, um, right. And I would just hate for our page to get permanently shut down. Um, I'd probably cry. I, seriously, though, I would. Uh, it's been with us for so long. Uh, but that's also years. why we have Instagram. Right, Instagram's not right. that big for us, but... We've talked about this before, too, like in, in the in the behind-the-scenes stuff. There's a website called Utreon, uh, which is a YouTube alternative where you can upload videos, you can do live streams. So that's something that we're maybe like... Not on a Thursday night, but like maybe once a week we'll like either record a video of like here's our inventory or we'll just go live real quick like hey, here's a live walkthrough of our inventory. We'll post it once a week and it can be up there over there and maybe we we'll just post a link to it like hey. Or maybe we should do Patreon. That'd be cool too. That's your Patreon. Like, yeah. That's Utreon is basically Patreon, but you can put the videos right yeah. on it. Yeah. It's like it's a combination. Okay. The point but if you, if you subscribe I mean, I you to can, that, you I know you can have you get our videos on YouTube or Patreon, but it's, it's yeah, it's different. Uh, what else we got? Do we watch Arm Scholar at all? I've not heard of him. <laughs> or yes, them. you have. You've seen him. Yeah? Show me. Um, show me, show me. Jamie, pull that up. You'll recognize his face. He does like the like. It's always like Biden blowing up the White House. Um, this guy. I haven't seen him. You've never seen him? No. Okay. He's pretty. Uh, he's pretty common. Uh, the Discord that we're in, we yeah always getting links to that. Really? Um. Hmm. Well, yeah. That's that's. Yeah. yeah. He just does OnlyFans. If I don't get yeah. my new, yeah. Where else <laughs> are you supposed to get your news from? Um. There's two more bags I want to give out actually, uh, because Cameron keeps driving questions. I love you for that. I'll give you any of your choice, literally any of them. You can choose one. Come in and see me. And uh, Mr. Nasso, you as well. You can come in and uh, Fun. pick a bag of your choice. Wow, we've given out three of them. Are we... Too many white sheets I'm going to have to fill out? Um, can we can we afford this? <laughs> Are we doing fun. okay? Stop. Seriously. You're funny. I don't want to give too much. You tell me when to stop. You're funny. I don't think I've ever told you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, there is nothing that's, illegal about that's, that. That's I guess. Yeah. <laughs> For moral reasons, <laughs> that's not what happens. <laughs> I just encourage you. You, you can do it, champ. We we should. Okay, okay. I have to digest. I I just read the first sentence. You guys should do an OnlyFans, <laughs> but Brandon has to wear the hat at all times. <laughs> There I is a niche be... market for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to explore that market. Feet picks or wait, oh, scarred. <laughs> Weird. Um, uh, if the money's right, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah what do? You, what, oh, I'm just trying to think. of What would you want to subscribe just to see a bunch <laughs> of chubby dudes? Except for Pat. <laughs> yeah. Pat. I mean, <laughs> come on, come on. I'm done thinking about that. Like, uh, get that out of my head, please. Um, MeWe Network. MeWe. That scares me. That sounds 
Chinese. The government, not the people. Yeah. The people are great. The the government's not cool. Scary. Um, Scary I hate stuff. that. Like I like I feel bad just saying like the Chinese. Um, yeah, I'll look into that. I just put up a tab. I have my laptop here. I'll just pull up a tab. Thank you for giving me something to look into. Um, it is so tough because it's the same dilemma that most content creators have with YouTube. Like, YouTube hates the Second Amendment, but that's where the views are. That's where people are. Like, Forgotten Weapons, In Range, Military Arms Channel, Hickok. Like, all those guys, they have alternatives. They have Patreon. They have Utreon. They have whatever. Pornhub, some of them. Uh, but all of those combined probably don't add up to 10% of what their views are on YouTube, right? So... Uh, I'm kind of going to answer this next question. He says, "What about Rumble?" Yeah, Rumble's great, um, but it all like it's not all about money. But it also costs money to post videos for business on Rumble. There's there's a free aspect of Rumble, but there's a business aspect of Rumble, and we don't charge anything for this show. So if we want to start doing all of these streamings, we're gonna have to start getting monetized in some kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I. I don't know. We're always battling on what we want to do. I mean, we don't want to charge for this because it's good information. It's free. Yeah. It should be free. Information should be free. But if we want to grow, we're going to have to start making some money some way. You're going to leave that there until next stream, too. Well, I, I see someone else um, did. Yeah. That's not mine. Okay. I'll give you that can. Brandon is notorious for just water leaving bottles. water bottles yeah. everywhere. I, I like um, to be hydrated, bro. I'm a hydro homie. <laughs> stop killing <laughs> <laughs> I was the one that had all that insulation in my lungs earlier. <laughs> it's all right. It's all I right. got the copped. <laughs> um, what do we recommend as a useful handgun caliber to pick up? Uh, to pick up that's not nine or twenty-two. Um, I wouldn't really argue twenty-two was a useful handgun caliber. We'll get back to that. Twenty-two. I have. Oh, yeah. uh, I have both well covered and would like to add something new to my collection. 40, 45, 10 mil, any worth picking up? That's a tough question because it's what is your application? That's always the first question. Are you mm -hmm. looking for self-defense? Are you looking for fun? Are you looking to collect? Um, self-defense, we'll knock that out of the way. Uh, self-defense, 22 is lethal, but like it's such a finicky caliber. Like, don't shoot me with the 22 ever, please. But it's such a finicky caliber. One out of every 100 rounds might not go off, whereas with like a 9 or a centerfire, one out of every 1,000 plus won't go off. And when it comes to that like make or break situation of your life, I kind of want the odds to be in my favor. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of, there was a company that made a revolver recently for self-defense, and it's in 22, and it has two firing pins that hit it in two different spots on the case because of that issue. It's like, yeah. you need ignition. This is a gun. If you pull that trigger, it needs to go off. Um, and I agree. Yeah. Uh, nine, I still say, is probably the gold standard. It has that nice velocity, the, the mass times acceleration. Um, 40, also fast, a little heavy. Um, that's not a horrible option. 40 gets a lot of slack. Um, I just kind of see it dying out, therefore ammunition is going to get considerably harder to find, and you have to take that into account when you're looking at calibers. 45, two world wars. Do two I have world any wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, 45 is heavy, it has the mass, but the acceleration isn't there, so it's slow. Um, as science has gotten better, we've kind of understood what, what stops a threat. Uh, to put it nicely, and it is the mix of mass and acceleration. Um, the downside is two capacity. I mean, yeah, a nineteen eleven is going to hold seven rounds, or you know, a Glock twenty one holds what twelve or thirteen rounds in, in a, a free in state. A, in a free state, right? Um, 
There is the argument that in New York, if you can only have 10 rounds, make them the 10 biggest rounds that you can. I argue that shot placement is key and is king, you know? Yeah. So, uh, my I do like the oddball caliber with the understanding of that it might not always be easy to get ammunition. Um, but conversely, when uh, 2020 hit and everything sold out, what held out the longest? 40, Ten. 357 SIG, 10 mil. Yeah, like the oddball calibers because there's just fewer people that buy them. Yeah. So, and that if you already, 10 mil too. If you already have, like I think the person said they already have a 9 mil and a 22. If you already have those bases covered, then yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong with any of those. But like Ty said, like think about what you might do. You know, if you think you might go up into bear country. Maybe the 10 mil is is, is I would the vote, say 10 mil you know? for out of the list of calibers. That's what I would. I, I would, would go 10 as well. Is, is 10, 10 is if you're gonna carry a 45, just carry a 10 because it's one you more have than the nine. Speed, yeah, one more than nine. No, you have the speed and the the weight. Because they don't make an 11 mil <laughs> yet. Um, can <laughs> you imagine does. an 11 sure millimeter board? Jeez, I'll let you shoot that first. Um, I would go 10. Uh, those are my two favorite calibers to carry, 9 or 10. You can do anything um, under 50 cal. Or with pistols, it doesn't matter, does it? Because you have a 50 Action Express. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You have 500 Smith & Wesson Magnum. I mean, you don't want to be a destructive device. Is anything over 50 cal? Like you couldn't make 39 a, mil. You couldn't make a 51 cal, I don't think. Even with a handgun, I think that would be a destructive device. Really? I, mean, I think so. Huh. Yeah. You can get to sporting purposes. Right, unless it was like a 12 gauge. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason. But that's okay. 12 gauge, like... Glock 19. It's like a uh, like Hellboy. Yeah, like, a Hellboy, like Hellboy's revolver in 12 gauge. Oh, I love that. What is the best lever action caliber? That's a good question too. Um, what are you doing Depends with it? Are you? Yeah. My gut would say 357 Magnum because you can Today. do both. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can you can load it real hot, and I don't know if I would go out like hunting a bear with that, but I wouldn't. Like I would prefer maybe something bigger, but like I wouldn't feel like undergunned with a hot 357 mag in bear country, uh, or you can load it real weak with 38 specials and just plink at the range and have fun with it. So you kind of have the whole the whole gamut. Uh, you can do the same with 44 mag, 44 special. Harder um, to find. Yep, yep, more expensive. So, but like I'm gonna go 357 as well. Mm -hmm. I love my 357. Um, it's just a great fun gun to shoot. But if I'm hunting, I'm probably going to want to go 30-30, 45-70, sure. sure. depending Rifle on what cartridge. it is. Yep. Um, yep. And, I mean, like, today it's just different. Like, ask me that question in the mid-1800s, we're totally different conversation. <laughs> sure. Um, Are there still buffalo roaming? Am I still being shot at with arrows? <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Yep. Or 22. 22 is a hell of a lot of fun, in, so a lever, fun. in a lever action. And that's that is a firearm where I don't want to say never but you will rarely experience a jam if you open the lever all the way and close the lever all the way every time generally a lever action 22 won't jam so that's nice you know because that's that's the pain in the butt about 22s you know so um yeah yeah what else we got what else we got going on uh freedom weekend I know Ooh. we're getting towards the end of this, but Freedom Weekend, June 10th and 11th this year, we're going back to a full weekend. Yeah. Right? We're going back to a full weekend. Um, I'm going to drop some bombs in here right now. I hope that didn't put me on a watch list, but uh, <laughs> I'm like 99% sure we're going to get a dunk tank this year. Like, yeah. we've, we've made some calls. Like, we're going to get a dunk tank. <laughs> Yours truly will probably uh, make an appearance in the dunk tank. And what's what's our little uh, twist? It. 
Oh, oh. Um, a little twist with a dunk tank. You're gonna have to. There's gonna be a non-American three-letter agency, but a three-letter agency nonetheless. I didn't mean the that. The A no, F T. I meant your, oh. pro your. Don't don't worry about like warming up your throwing arm. Oh, that. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the can cannon. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not going to be too powerful for the. the well, we'll the back. just back up. Oh. Just back up further. Increase the distance. Okay. You know what I mean? But yes. Yeah. Uh, I, dunk tanks are simple, you know, but what can we do to make it more American? We're not really athletic. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? So, so I'm going to bring my can can in, and we are going to use the can can in to hit the little. With tennis balls, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or golf balls. If it's can in the get dunk tape, you shoot cool. golf balls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe like 50 to maybe even 100 meters. I don't know. We're going to have to experiment with yeah. the day before to see how far you can be away to trigger it. But We're going to have to get uh, a good plug on blinks. Maybe like a couple bucks, five bucks a shot maybe, you know, and like you'll come out there and take take your shot, so to speak, at uh, whoever's in the dunk tank. I think that's going to be hard. Fun. It's going to be a challenge. I think um, that'll be a lot of fun. The one year I shot Brian in the bomb suit. Um, it took you a few shots. I think right? it was like... Two or three, but uh, when it was so hard. satisfying when it hit. <laughs> oh, that was a great video. I have to find it and I'll play it some. Stream. Oh my gosh! Um, um, I love Freedom Weekend, man. We are. The goal this year is to have enough things booked on Saturday to keep people occupied uh, at ten. So we've been running. Last year was the first year we did it. This year we're doing it again. We're running Freedom Weekend, coinciding with Burgeon's Park Fest. You know, every town has their big summer festival thing they do. Virgins uh, is Park Fest, right? And at the end of Park Fest, at 10 o'clock that night, they generally do a, an amazing fireworks show. And where the firing pin is situated, it's like a private show for us. Like, it's just a, we have the perfect view for it. It's mint. Uh, so the plan right now is to have, like, a big bonfire, have a bunch of fun. Uh, Contribute to the park. And, and just, yeah. Uh, a big a big A big night of fellowship for all of us. So... Uh, lots to come. The thing that I think we want to release now, though, is sponsorship opportunities yeah. and vendor spots. So if you own a small business or if you know someone that owns a small business or whatever the case may be, uh, hit us up. You can email us. I think Tyler's going to maybe drop a link in here to email. Uh, and the best part is we don't charge for vendors. So if you've got a small business, you know, you make knives or you whittle this or you build canoes or whatever. Blankets, right? candles, like, pictures. Yeah, it does, doesn't matter. I mean, I don't want 10 different, um, like, Tupperware selling pyramid scheme things, but uh, if, if you own a local business and you want to come uh, hang out with us for the weekend, there's no charge, right? Uh, we do have some sponsorship options available from, like, 250 bucks up to like 2500 where you'll get a lot of exposure we have it all listed out ty can send you a thing um and please do please reach out to me if you have a family member if you have a friend anybody that you know goes to events mm -hmm. and shows and they make jewelry whatever like we, we get, want all of it we get a few thousand people that show up uh and they're here to spend money and support people that support the second amendment so it's just a good way to you know put it out there to the second amendment community this is one of the you know i i don't want to sound too full of myself but other than a gun show this is one of the bigger two-way events uh that happens in our area so i just want to um, make this so big people drive a few hours yeah, away to get yeah. here just to see what it's about we have a lot more to come on freedom weekend we've been working to make it bigger and better than ever so uh, we're gonna Losing have sleep over it. <laughs> oh man, I could use your help too. Uh, we've been trying to think of like um, games for the kids. We'll say for the kids. Um, 
And the the two that we came up with, we're trying to think of like you know it's Freedom Weekend, uh, you know obviously like the the founding, uh, the the American Revolution, like you know the foundation of this country is some of the history that we love the most. So we were trying to think of like okay, what would be something fun? Maybe we get like a bouncy house or like something that looks like a ship, and maybe we could make a game of like the kids are throwing the tea. You know, out of the ship into the harbor, right? Like that happened. We can make a game of that, right? Like they have a bouncy house ship. There could be like some British kids. There could be some American kids. They can clash or whatever. Like, right? Maybe it's like a game of dodgeball or something, and they're playing it with tea or whatever, right? Uh, And then it was like, okay, well, what else did we do to the American Revolution? I was like, how can we make tarring and feathering kid friendly? (laughs) It's hard. I think we can do it. I think we'll think of a way. Uh, If you have any other suggestions of like. Maybe like historically accurate colonial games, you know, that kid like wheel the hoop or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, something fun. I don't know. I would love your suggestions on fun stuff we could do uh, the day of, just you know, to keep the kids entertained. And if if we can find something that kind of fits that theme of like American revolutionary, you know, sticking it to the man, whatever we can think. Uh, was going to say cornhole with tea bags. Yeah, Jim, that'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, the kids can be up on a, like a pirate ship. They can try to, you know, throw the tea, whatever. That's yeah. a great idea. That'll actually. be fun. That'll be fun. We'll just, we'll get like cornhole bags and just write tea on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Freedom Weekend, June 10th and 11th. If you so own a business exciting. or you know a business owner, uh, send them our info and uh, we'd love to have them be a vendor. Like Ty said, I want to see, I want to see a hundred vendors out there. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and like I said, there's no charge. <laughs> Only thing we ask the vendors is promote it because the more promotion we get, the more people will show up. And it's just a you know self fulfilling prophecy. The current so. goal is to not have any parking at the firing pin because Seriously. we're going to have so many vendors we can't park at the firing pin. Yeah, um, and I know uh, we haven't like confirmed it yet. But I know a concern that people have had in the past was, like, the Buffalo Road and the parking and just, like, pedestrian safety in general. So we have intent this year to hire the sheriff's department. We're working. I don't... I'm not going to hold my breath. Ideally, we would get the road shut down, like, between Parkview and where, like, the... the uh, 490 is Except basically, for event parking. Uh, and then yeah, just event parking park over at Pavilion Gift Company. Um, but I don't, I'm not gonna hold my breath that the DOT will close the state road like that. Uh, to me, it's an easy detour, but I just don't think they will. So if that doesn't happen, we're going to hire the sheriff's department to be out here with a deputy in a car for the day, just you know, getting people to slow down, making sure people making that that journey from Pavilion Gifts over to here are are safe. So it's important. Uh, it is. It it really is. So. Uh, yeah. I'm so I, excited. Do you guys have anything else for tonight? Are there any other questions? Um, Brandon looks like a drunken runner. <laughs> so when I bought this, uh, I was at the I was in Nashville for a distributor show, and I was there with one of my best friends, Kevin, who's my salesman for this company, uh, who lives up here, and like we're buddies up here, right? And it's just fun. I had someone to hang out with, uh, and yeah. So like we go to this big like after party show at a bar, and I had worn my I had a nice like suit, you know, the tie. I looked real professional, and then I had this at like a real upward angle like this. And so I was like in a suit, and I had my hat at like this jaunty upward angle, and Kevin just <laughs> kept making fun of me that I looked like a Hasidic. Jew, like, with the hat, and I see, he said, if I had the curls, like, people would legitimately think I was a, a Hebrew, so, yeah, from the front, I, I, I probably do look very Amish, and then with this Rose hat, because I went with the flat brim, if I put the hat down, then I look like a trooper, right, like, there's no winning, I didn't want to get, like, a cowboy hat with it, like, curled up, you don't do much cowboying, I don't, I don't, I've watched Yellowstone, though, that, that counts, right, 
I haven't seen it yet. I know that's an amazing show. I haven't seen it yet. Very good. Yeah. (sighs) So, Josiah. um, Thanks, Anthony. Stop. (laughs) Bottom. Stop. On the pad. There should be on the bottom right corner. Hold on. Let me come over there and look. All by myself. Yeah. So. Now I'm out of here. You know how to typically close. I like to smash that bottom button, mute ourselves down, and give just a final farewell. So, um, bye guys. Thank you so much for, you know, watching us, share us. Yeah. Um, say bye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Yeehaw. This was fun. Streams are fun. I like this. Yeah.